Alrighty, welcome back. Season 2, Episode 9 of the Garage Beers Podcast. Cole, Nick, and Jim in the garage with ice-cold bush lights that are nicely sweating because it's finally not freezing Let's in the garage go. anymore. This is Garage Beers. All right, Season 2, Episode 9 of Garage Beers Podcast. We're back in the studio after a little bit of a hiatus. We were all on the road last week, but here we are back again, drinking our bush lights. Nick, Cole, you guys had a little fun uh, fun little week off, and as did I. So let's let's just get a little bit of recap. We'll start with you guys. A uh, little, little trip to, to Nashville. Was this your, your first time? No, no, second time. Okay. Uh, but it was it definitely was a business trip. I mean, we were able to experience the city, but I mean, technically, you know, I was helping Cole, but Cole was literally working twenty four hours a day, technically. So um, it was definitely a business trip. But man, is Nashville cool! Like eleven out of ten recommendation. Like you have to go. That good? Yes. So I've been to Nashville three times, and like it was always in December. But like it's it doesn't matter. Like it was maybe like forty five degrees a night, and people were still everywhere. So I I enjoyed it. I just want to go back when it's like seventy yeah. or eighty. That's <laughs> ideal. I mean, yes and no because when it's like it's hot in there. At least like you could get like for you, you get a refresher if you step outside. True. You, you walk Very in, good you point. walk inside, and it's I mean it's not cold inside. But, but like were were the rooftop bars open? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And that was actually probably perfect. It was. It was like just cold enough, but uh, well, the crazy thing is, it doesn't matter what time of year or what day. I mean, we we went out to the bars on on uh, Sunday night, and it was packed. Not as packed as Saturday, but um, and really, I mean, it was just to experience the live music. I mean, there's literally right. live music on every floor of every bar, not just at every bar, every floor of every bar, pretty much. That's so wild. you can just you know, go to a different floor, experience a different live band, and just literally just sit there and enjoy it. And that's what we got to do. I mean, we just went from place to place. And, I mean, obviously, business trip, we were being – it was more about the live music for right. me. Right. Um, how, are the, how are the beer prices at a bar or drink prices? Not too bad. Standard. I mean, bigger city, I mean, that was fine. Um, so, like, what's a, what's a mixed drink? Mixed drink was more, but – Like six or seven? No, like eight bucks. Eight? Yeah. yeah. Beer, I want to say it was like four? S- seven. S- no, it was like, I mean, depending on what you got and where you were at, there were specials at every place you went. True. Yeah. True. Were there were there covers? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So I wonder if that's the only, because I've heard they do that on like Fridays and Saturdays for sure. Oh, maybe. It matters. Yeah, because we, we weren't there on a Friday, Saturday, so. But um, 11 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it's just a good place. Like, everybody, like... It's not a place where you go to like really get like messed up in a way. Like you're there, like everybody's kind of having like a really good time, like enjoying the music. Like you don't go to Nashville like a normal spring break where you're going to like Fort Lauderdale right. and you're doing all these right. different things. Like you're going there, it's a good time. There's live music. I'm a huge live music person, so like and dude, we were at Kid Rock and this dude opened up his mouth and I was like, "Holy shit, let's get this guy a contract." I mean, it yeah. was I was like, holy shit. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's what they're there for, right? Um, and, and everyone's in a great mood. That's the other thing. For yeah. whatever reason, live music does bring out, like, people just, like, Well, and, like, in. we see that, you know, in our live music outdoor bar that we have here True. at Yardarm. Like, you're always in a good mood when you go there. 
yep. right? So I, I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and you guys golfed while you were were down there. How was the course in Nashville? Gaylord Springs was awesome. So like they actually do in Nashville, they do this thing where they call it, like trap their greens. So they tarp the top of every single green. So like the greens stay like pristine like year round. So like that so way, like they can, every night they tarp. Every night that they, it's going to get below like forty degrees, they throw their tarp. Okay. On. Um, and like that, they stay fresh. There's no frostbite. They're good to go. Um, I mean, and those greens were immaculate, right off the. I mean, right off the get go. What was the temp down there? Um, first day was a little chilly. Um, the sun came out, so like to us, it felt fine. <laughs> um, the second day, it was warm. I mean, we were in a t-shirt and short, or in a polo and shorts. Okay, sweet. I played like dog. Like I'm telling you, like <laughs> shank after shank. Like it was uncharacteristically bad. But I did play a little bit better by the final day. But back, back was too tight. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. He just well, come, coach, he just, what was the what? Do you, I mean, he just when, coming off the open, he was sore. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's okay. true. It was but, uh, yeah, no reps. So, you well, can't just expect to just hop out of nowhere and just all of a sudden become right. Tiger Woods. Well, you know someone with who's got access to a simulator, so like, <laughs> you should have taken some swings before well, you went down. Apparently that did not help much for those that were on the team because yeah. <laughs> that first round was rough. But, again, that's why you're down there. I mean, they and were able they to get finished, those bad they, swings out. Yeah, they finished strong. When, nice. we got to, when we went to St. Louis, things yeah. turned around well. So you played a round in Nashville. And then Two rounds in Nashville, and then on the way back, we split up the trip on the way back. Um, about the halfway point in St. Louis, played 18 holes there, hop on the road and finish the road. Oh, wow. Okay. Right on. So while you guys were there, I was in uh, Little Caesars Arena oh, yeah. in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Um, my company was contracted to run uh, social media for the wrestling championships. And uh, going into it, I was I was pretty nervous um, just because, like, I'm I'm the type of person who likes to know like everything that's coming my way and like I hadn't experienced a, a D1 championship like that before. So but like once once everything kind of got rolling, it was very similar to what I've done at the Division 3 level. It's just the differences. Like I was running accounts with 270,000, 300,000 followers. Hey, you hit what 3 million impressions and like <laughs> no, no, no. it was over the course of 5 days, 204 tweets generated 11 over 11 million impressions. <sighs> right, cuz but 3 million was what on like sad not even uh, sad, Friday. Saturday Saturday was 3.3 million, Sunday was 3.5 million. On just those two days. Put like a little at garage beers, like in the right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I had a, a, a two-person team with me there, and basically, like our role was not the super smooth cinematic footage that like you might see on a documentary. It was, you know, from the very start, our intention was something you know crazy happens, a reaction, a celebration. We're gonna get that card to me i was kind of the editor of that stuff during the weekend and our goal was to have that turned around and ready to post on social within five minutes mm. and so um friday i mean the upset no sorry thursday night i think it was thursday two the, upsets car and correct correct and like those were big um and but like that was like you're always going to have upsets like that um the one that surprised me just because like i don't think anyone was expecting it is gable Stevenson. You know, undisputed, like, best wrestler pound for pound in the country right now. He, uh, in his second match of the tournament, is going going with a guy, like, throws his head down and literally jumps over oh, yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Spins around and gets the takedown. And, like, that one clipped 100,000 views in less than 12 hours. Oh, my God. Which, like, 
is is pretty pretty incredible. And then I mean, the, that's just I mean, being in a high school wrestler like that was that's an embarrassing thing to get done to you, right? For so if I mean, but that's Especially how talented that that's how talented he is at that level. In like was that the quarters? That would yeah that would uh yeah 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 in the quarters he hopped over dude. Which like, like he gassed this dude out, snapped him down, dude missed, and he hopped over. At First off, like, at heavyweight, he was able to hop over the dude, right. not being gassed in the second period. And and I think that to me, like when I saw it, was more impressive than the fact that like actually I think that was a third because I think he teched him off that. He yeah, yeah he he very well, yeah that's right that's right so like that was his finishing move right <laughs> did so, he win out did he win OW yeah yeah hands down. I mean, he um, all but two matches this year. He won by bonus points, and those were the last two matches of the tournament. Um, he, yeah, uh, but that other heavyweight before that, the semifinals was incredible. The uh, Lehigh, Lehigh versus, yeah. yeah, versus Arizona so State. So Lehigh, this kid, like, so two eighty five, like, so by the third day of the tournament, you get a two pound allowance. But like this kid, like, was a very very large heavyweight. So he he's one of those that like he's cutting to get under two eighty five, right? Sure. Just a massive, massive guy. And uh, in, in the semifinals, it's kind of coming down to the end. He gets in on a single leg high and, and gets up into the high crotch. And he switches the double. Switches the double and picks up this other heavyweight. You know, they, they kind of fall to the mat. And then, like, Gator rolled him. Gator rolled him. And the other kid ended up getting the takedown, which the other in kid. In sudden death overtime. Right. In oh. sudden victory. I guess not. It wasn't sudden victory. I guess he still got out and tried. What? Because oh, yeah, it was yeah, in yeah. the second overtime. It was. It was. That was pretty. But that was wild. Watch. But the one, there were two two different posts we had over the course of the week that like really surprised me, and and they both actually have to do with Iowa. One was uh, so Jaden Ironman came in as the number two seed. He was the national runner up a year ago to Nick Lee of Penn State, and uh, Ironman in his second round match um, gets upset by Kaizen Moore from North Carolina, who was a fifteen seed. And make to one, finals, right? Correct, correct. Um, and that happened like 10 minutes before David Carr, who was the top seed at 157, lost. So this was kind of like the first major, like major upset of the tournament. And so Ironman is wrestling his way back. And on Friday, um, he's going against uh, Stefan Micic from Michigan. And um, Micic gets in on a takedown. And like you can see like Ironman kind of tweaks his leg and like, tries to go on and eventually like just medical medical defaults out of that match and uh trent you know former stat boy of garage beers podcast was on my team there and he is at uh mat eight where this happened and he switches to his photo camera and grabs a photo of ironman and Michich like hugging at the end oh, of this I match saw this because like Michich is turns like 28 next month. So both of these guys are like sixth year. You know, I think Michich might be one of those seventh year guys. And um, that that photo on Instagram like raced to like 15,000 likes. Just like nothing. So that one was a little surprising because like for most of the weekend we were focusing on video content. But I think in that situation, like the photo is just so powerful because you see you see the emotion in uh, in Ironman's eyes. The other one that really caught me by surprise is in the uh, on Saturday morning you're doing your placement matches third fifth seventh, and like for these seniors like these these will be the last matches of their college career and so Austin DeSanto uh, of Iowa like wins he places third, and him and uh, uh, Terry Brands uh, embrace in this hug as he's coming off the mat, and that video by the time 
think by by the next morning, so not quite as as uh, viral as the Gable Stevenson one, but by the next morning we were at seventy five thousand views on this fifteen second clip. So that and then another picture that was really sweet was uh, uh, who's the lightweight uh, Cornell Yanni? Yeah. He's at uh, one. He's actually up at uh, one forty nine now. Yanni, Diakon that was Hollis. a good picture. Yeah, yeah. So Yanni, Yanni's an interesting one. He he was a two time champ coming into the tournament, but the last one he won was in twenty nineteen. So twenty twenty they canceled the championships. Right. And then he took an Olympic red shirt for the twenty twenty one championship. So he didn't wrestle for Cornell all year because he was um, basically preparing for the Olympics. And uh, so this was his first tournament national tournament since 2019 and he just like gable really just kind of steamrolled his whole competition but not like really in like the crazy flashy way that steveson does he was just he was a workhorse he got out there got 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 it done and uh yeah i got a really sweet photo of him at finals as he's taking off his headgear you can see like the sweat like flying off of his head and like it's captured in the photo so that one was uh pretty sweet too but like What's nuts to me is like, as a guy who's lived in in Division three, you know, from a, a athletics perspective, like most of my life, like the content we were creating wasn't like leaps and bounds better than like what we've done before. But the difference is, you are broadcasting these this content to a, a massive audience, and like right. sometimes that just makes all the difference yeah. and and the other thing is um we were posting this content minutes after it happened like the the DeSanto clip like if we post that six hours after it happens it doesn't have the same effect for sure yeah. that it does like yeah. when people realize it just happened well and that's an ode to your work ethic i mean like, right it was a grind to get those out quick probably yeah so and like because that was the plan from the very start, we had a system in place. So basically, Trent and then Hannah was the other content creator we had. When they got a clip or, like, we saw, hey, this was a big match, they brought their card to me at the head table. I had three quarters of the, the video already built. So then it's literally just dropping in this clip, and then we export it to um, the other guy on our team who was in Indianapolis, and he posted from there. So, like... Most of the time, especially if it was something sensational, like I would, I would definitely say less than ten minutes from the, when it happened to when we have it on Twitter. How so. awesome was it there? How awesome was it to be there when Gable won? Because I mean, he's also a gold medalist. Everybody in the wrestling world loves Gable Steven. He represents everything there is about wrestling and the United States wrestling. How was that moment when he won? <sighs> to be honest, I was expecting a lot more. Um, I, and I don't know if it's because like, actually, I think this is because he announced before the tournament that this is going to be it. And so like everyone was like, they knew that this was coming. Like if he hadn't have posted this on Twitter and then all of a sudden he wins this title and then he, he takes his shoes off at the mm -hmm. center mat, I think people would have lost their minds. Mm -hmm. So in that respect, like maybe it lost some of its flair. Um, True. but could you imagine the views you'd have got? Exactly. Like the right. the views we did get were incredible. Like Trent, when and we've talked about this multiple times since it happened. So basically, at the championship, we had the second highest like level of credential, only to ESPN. So like that tells you a little bit something. Like 
we were working for the NCAA and the and ESPN had even more like access than we did. So <clears throat> end of that match happens. Trent is gets up because we were both sitting mat side and he just basically like attaches a leash to the ESPN video guy and he <laughs> goes and the ESPN guy goes up on the mat after that match is final. And so You've got ESPN right here, Trent right next to him, and, like, I see this happen. We didn't, like, plan this out. He just did it, and, like, I was halfway expecting someone to be like, hey, like, your guy's got to get down from there. He can't be up there. I'm like, how am I going to explain this? But, like, no one said anything, and so, like, he's got this clip of Gable, like, literally taking his shoes off at the center of the mat, and it's it was pretty incredible. So just, like, the for the the, the sheer sense of, like, the access that we had – um, you know, it's easy, you know, when you see these guys on TV to like almost kind of become like a fanboy, like, oh my God, it's, it's Gable Stevenson. But like, in a way, when you are from me to you, Nick, to Gable Stevenson, like the best collegiate wrestler right now, like, it's kind of, it's like, okay, he's, he's a big dude. He's <laughs> obviously very successful, but like, right. he's just another guy. Right. 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 Breaks it down a little bit. Right. Right. But someone was asking me yesterday. Like, so would you go back as a fan? And I think now that, like, I was sitting four seats away from Daniel Cormier during finals, and, like, I could go pretty much anywhere in this arena, like, it would be a really hard to go now and sit in, like, the 300s yeah. and pay $1,200 for these tickets. Yeah, no, there's no way you could go back to that. Are you going? Are they going to hire you back next year, you think? I don't know. Um, I mean... It's it literally ended like three well, days right, ago, right. but they they did make the comment that like when they find you know a contractor that like they like working with them year in and year out. So like the other company that they did a lot of the more cinematic pieces, they've been covering the wrestling championships for the last it's either six or eight years. Oh, and so yeah. every year when this comes up, it's yeah we're we're going to work with them. That's so sweet. like. I'd say there's a decent possibility that that I'm going to Tulsa next year. Um and then I don't know where it goes after that. But do you need somebody to be your bodyguard or carry your equipment around? I mean, you know, my honestly, my hope is like by next year we get to this point. Like my company as a whole is in a position where I can't say like, all right, NCA, you're gonna you're gonna you know because they covered flight, hotel, and then meals while we were out there. So like, all right, you cover these three people, but then like as a company, I'm gonna bring two more people to help with mm, like some mm. of the, the odds and ends and like the logistics and like, cause like one of the things is like they had a media meal every day, but the timing for us was absolutely horrendous. Right. Like it would start an hour before the so session. Make sure started. you guys were fed make sure you guys. Had- exactly. Exactly. So like each night we were leaving the arena at one there was no food in the arena for us. And like, we're just like scrambling, trying to find right. stuff. So like little things like that would certainly help. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely put you on the, the short list. We might need a driver. Uh, I know how to do that too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So like <clears throat> overall, like I'm still, and I, and I recognize this about three quarters of the way through the tournament and I wish I did it sooner, but like, I mean, we keep going back to it, but like smelling the roses, like to me also like kind of plays into like taking a step back and like soaking in what, what you're like kind of immersed in and like it was we were we were doing trying to do so much and we were on you know such crazy like timelines that like it didn't really hit me until the last day that like i'm i'm here i'm being paid 
to cover this sport at at the highest collegiate level, um, and that was that was pretty incredible. That's so sweet, I I definitely don't think that I could ever go back now as just a fan. So it's kind of like once you once you have a taste of it at this level, like it's hard to kind of come back and to to real life. I could see that. That's wild. So that was uh, that was my last week. I got off the plane, got to my sister's place yesterday, sat down on her couch, and passed out for three hours. <laughs> oh, I bet. So today was like a work from the couch. Also didn't help that it was raining out, and it was just kind of a, a nasty day. Tomorrow was kind of like get back to right. my regular right. day in and day out type of stuff. So. But uh, yeah, so that was that was my last week. Uh, if you caught us on ESPN, that was uh, that was myself and, and BVT, aka Stat Boy. But um, so pretty pretty incredible experience, and uh, hopefully there's there's more of that in the future for me. Definitely will be. All right, so Cole, we're gonna bring back snack time this week. What is our uh, our theme or our, our type of snack this week that we're gonna debate? Baked goods. So, like, if you got to bring a baked good, either what is your favorite baked good, or if you have to, like, if you're bringing a dessert to, like, a to a gathering or anything like that, what are you bringing? Is this homemade baked goods or, like, I'm going to Yeah, you got to make it. Oh, God. So, it could be, like, I'm going to have anything. You can make something. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Okay. Come on. I mean, I can make some. I can make some, like, crappy cookies can you make like a puppy chow i mean i know that's not like a nah. baked good i mean i'm sure i could i'm sure i could if i sat down and tried but uh i don't know I don't know, nothing <laughs> all good. right so then what's your like what would you eat like the first thing like what's your go-to correct it's, yeah maybe, that's fine yeah, maybe not can... what you bring but like it, what is your go-to ba- like homemade baked sure let's okay. do this like we did last time let's go around you yeah. get three picks man you you want to go first no i'll go first okay scotch roux What's that? Big fan. Peanut butter rice crispy with the chocolate layer on top. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well Which your guess, mom made that, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I just heard oh, yeah. we, I think it was we on, smacked my mom yeah. like had a bunch of leftover <laughs> stuff. We packed it up and uh every day yeah. there's a few. Yeah. So I think I saw this on, on Instagram that like in different parts of the country, people call them different things. Oh. So it's like a Midwest thing that they're uh, called Scotchers. But like I don't know, in Alabama they're called something totally else. Yeah. So, Good okay, so Scotchers, my number one pick is going to be uh, lemon bars. Oh, yeah, that's with the, the powdered good. sugar on yeah, top. Those are damn They're, good. I don't know how my grandma used to do it, but they were always like halfway baked. Mm. So they like you pick them up and they fall apart, but they were just like ooey gooey delicious. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, my number one, and this is very cliche, but if they're made well, brownies can be amazing. Yeah, homemade brownies. Which. Come on. You want a little mind fuck? You don't make brownies. You make a brownie and you cut it into oh. pieces. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Wild. So I guess the same would be like with lemon bars. Right. You make yeah, a, le- a lemon bar and you just divide it. Very good point. Right. But so this is my take <laughs> on, on brownies. They're like, it's very hard to make a, like a really, really good brownie. Yes, it is. Like it is. I've had some bad brownies. Right. Right. I think the key is you got to add like an entire pound of butter, <laughs> probably, because that keeps everything soft. Has to be soft, moist, the right amount of chocolate, right. warm, like has to fit everything right. for it to right. be good. And that's that's not easy to do. Okay. Um, okay, so you go again with your second pick. Oh, no. Snake draft, though. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, cinnamon rolls. Gotta okay. be cinnamon rolls. So, did Dang. you guys Don't grow take up? Mine. Okay, go ahead. I probably won't. Uh, growing up, like, I guess in Iowa, cinnamon rolls are like a normal thing with dinners. Like, when you have a family dinner, like, it's also normal also, to have a pan of cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls is a hot take. Who's got cinnamon rolls usually at, like, a, a gathering? Well, it's, well, like, I mean, Pillsbury, you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah. People bust those out every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. My family's done that. I mean, they're good, so yeah. I'll take it. Uh, so my number two pick is going to be banana bread. Oh, oh I make I make a mean like a chocolate mean, banana bread. See, I don't. I do like the, the chocolate, chocolate chip banana bread. Is I like, will make it if people request it. But uh, definitely, that was something over COVID. I uh, I got the itch one day, and now like I've made it about four or five times, and like damn. really, really love it. Dude, ever since the last little gathering we had, um, Anna's Snickerdoodles were pretty good. Yeah, oh, those so, are, those are good. I like Snickerdoodles. And they're again like I like them really oh, yeah. warm and soft and not uh, not like the day old Snickerdoodles. Um, my third pick. No, you got to go again. Sorry. So I don't know if it is, but I mean, if you ask anybody, like if I wanted like a dessert, it's puppy chow. Yep. Like puppy chow. Good. I don't puppy know if it's a baked good. good. I don't know if it counts, but I'm counting it we'll because we'll count it. We'll count it. That's what I'm bringing, and that's what I'll eat. Is that what you're making, though? Yeah. Or is that I, what Britt's making? I mean, <laughs> Britt's probably making it, yeah. but I'm going to take the credit. Okay, okay. Uh, my third pick, uh, my friend's mom used to make these growing up. They're, I think she called them peanut butter scotchies, I think is what they were called. Is that so it's, No, it's like um, you take, uh, I'm pretty sure it's like bran flakes. Oh, and it's just peanut butter? And Well, it's like a, a melted peanut butter mix, and so like you have these Yeah, clumps. dude, I've had those. Those I've are had phenomenal. That. You've never had those? No. Sounds oh, amazing. my God. And you put them in the fridge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. those are good. Are they and like then, balls? No, it, it's like you pull off like chunks. Have you ever had like, like a poach? It comes in like one, because you put it in a bowl, and then everything kind of like hardens together, have you and then had, you break off pieces. Yeah, have you ever had like a protein ball? No. I don't think so. I have it. Dang. All right. Well, I'll try and get the recipe from my uh, my friend's mom, and maybe I'll I'll venture down, Got or it. we'll give it to Britt. She's really good with baked goods. Yeah. I am not. I'm. I I really draw my my limit at banana at, bread. Uh, banana bread. Yeah. That's quality though. So. Uh, I mean, again, you guys clearly have way more experience. Than <laughs> than I'm just gonna go with your standard uh, muffin. No, 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 no. Sorry. Cupcake. Cupcake. Just a standard cupcake. So, would you rather have a cupcake or like? Oh, probably probably a cupcake. Okay. Cleaner. I'm probably going cake over cupcake. I'm going cake. I too. do like cake, but I don't know. A good cupcake smacks. Dude, cupcake with like vanilla bean ice cream. Oh, man. So you know the best way to eat a cupcake? You flip it up. You cut it in half. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, buddy. I don't like the cupcakes with the massive frosting. No. Just like the no, thin no. layer. The thin right. layer is good. But you still got to take off the bottom half and yeah, make yeah, a sandwich. Yeah, I've never done that, but I will. But uh, what's your answer? <laughs> so, little bonus round. Your favorite baked good that you buy from the store that you don't make at home. Man, I already was saying that. <laughs> like I, <laughs> Cheater. I, well, you got to come up with another you, one then. I got one. Matt's chocolate chip cookies. Have you ever had Matt's chocolate? Oh, they are massive chocolate chunks in a. I don't know how they do it. Oh, I've seen them. I've seen them. Yep. They, they're I amazing. Think, yeah. They were. They were really good. I don't think they sell them here in Iowa. It's, I only, I've only seen them in Illinois, but 
Matt's chocolate chip. Do you see them in like a fudge place usually? No. Well, maybe that's. Well, you could see like a chocolate chip cookie, but like Matt's is a specific brand. So, Cole? Texas sheet cake. You ever had a Texas what sheet cake? What is Texas sheet cake? Oh, what are you pulling these desserts out of? <laughs> I tell you what, desserts I can go all day on. Jeez. Um, it's like a very thin layer of like a cake, okay. of like a chocolate cake, and then it, like a centimeter of like straight like chocolate frosting on top. It's phenomenal. I'll have to have my mom make it. It's phenomenal. So, But you can't buy that, can you? Yeah, you can. Wait, oh. so you, what makes it? A Texas. I don't know why. I just, okay. I just know, I just know it as a Texas sheet cake. All right. Well, we'll have to. I go get a Texas sheet cake from Walmart. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll yes. have to. I've seen sheet cakes before, but I've never heard it as a Texas. I don't know. Cake. I yeah. I just. Okay. You Man, have anything to I add don't here? No, no. I mean, I pretty much just named things you could buy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. Thanks for playing along, Nick. <laughs> I'm limited in this category. <laughs> um. Oh, we skipped over one current event. So let's go back, because I know you guys want to talk about it, even though I didn't watch any of it. Oh, that does look good. Nicole showing me a picture of Texas sheet cake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get, let's get one of those. Okay. Um, March Madness. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, one I, of my favorite times honest, of the year. I didn't watch any of it, so I'm going to leave this up to you guys. First off, baby, peacocks. Gotta let them fly, St. Mary's. St. Pete's. I, did, I, St. I saw Pete's. that on Twitter. St. Pete's. I did see that on uh, on Twitter. And the last time, shit, what was it? Oral Roberts. The last time a New Jersey team made the Sweet 16, it was the St. Peter's head coach was on that team. That's no way. Also, yeah, and that was Seton Hall. Dude, you know what's wild? I'm Okay, this is going to be an exaggeration. But Kentucky's basketball program might be worth than St. Pete's entire college. Have you, oh, yeah. Like, I saw the breakdown. Like, um, Have you looked at their like, – the actual university of St. Pete's? I haven't looked no. into it, now. Their dorms. First off, I don't know how they get people to go there. <laughs> oh, no. It's in, like, Jersey. So, first off, it's super spread out. There's also, like, you just do housing. But, like, the few dorms they had, not great. Yes. And, like, so, I mean, it honestly, it all goes to their coaching and, like, people buying in and stuff like yeah. that. They're doing this. Well, so. Something like the Kentucky annual operating budget, Kentucky basketball, is, like, $36 million. And the St. Peter's yearly operating budget is like $1.3 million. Okay, yeah, but I still don't feel sorry for a $1.3 million budget. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, man, I know a thousand D3 programs who would love to have a $1.3 million yeah. budget. Oh, my God, it'd yeah. be amazing. Dude, the thing well, is Well, Alyssa at, at, the, uh, at the Beer Fest told us, like, the Iowa volleyball. They flew everywhere. Right. They had, had like a private an annual jet. operating budget of like $3 million. A year. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, there's a certain school I worked at that had a nine hundred thousand dollar operating budget for the. That's pretty wild. One gender swim team. Yeah. So. So oh, so that was only one gender. Yeah. Um, but so back to I mean, dude. First off, Iowa State going from two wins to the Sweet Sixteen, that's wild. Brings yeah. It. So then they made a really good point. Um, it wouldn't. It's a lot easier to do now that you the transfer portal is literally you hop in there and you can don't have to sit out a year. You can go for the mid major. You can go up. You can go in conference. Don't have to sit out a year. So don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away. It is a little easier to do that. But first off, to go from two wins to Sweet Sixteen is amazing. Um, that's another take. Coach K is still on the run. 
final year. Michigan, baby. Michigan. First off, Jawan Proving Howard didn't haters. even have a job. No. Proving the haters wrong. Dude, you, I don't, you I punch don't even somebody know. as a head coach, you get, you get the boot. Yeah, and no, I agree. I agree. And the fact that they put him in the tournament, I thought was a also, little suspect. That's what I'm saying. The Big Ten tournament he coached at. No, we're, no, no, we're no, saying I'm just saying to make it the, in the, the fact team. that oh. Michigan got a bit. Right. Because they, they were like 16 right. and 11. Right. Yeah. 14. 14 19 and, and 14 is where they're at right now. Or it might have been what it was when they went in, but they had 14 losses. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean. But you're a Michigan wild. State guy anyways. So. Right. But I do root for Michigan as well. So, My whole family so went there. So Juwan Howard, a better head coach than Tom Izzo? <sighs> no. <laughs> I know. I was no. going for a hot time. Um, <laughs> but, dude, I mean, that's just baffling to me that, like, five-game suspension, I mean – and that's it. You're running the organization. You are the face, especially college basketball at that time. Like, that's embarrassing. And then Michigan just says, okay, you're just going to coach just the five games. Make his ass at least set out for the Big Ten. He loses in the first, second round. You know right. what I mean? Which they did anyways. Right, right. I mean. I think the, the wild stuff is yet to come still, I think. I mean. As far as the tournament? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll so see. So, like, what would you say to this point has been the biggest surprise storyline? I mean, it's got to be St. I mean, besides right? St. Pete. So, I mean, take the sure. 15 out of there. Um, I mean, uh, well, okay, let's see here. I think uh, Kentucky loses. But that was to St. Pete. Right? Baylor, Baylor, or ba- Baylor lost. Baylor losing. Yeah, because they were. And, dude, so um, Peter, avid listener, said that it was the worst officiating game. He said. Like it was like they had money. the officials had money on Baylor. They were up like 22, 25. Yep. 25 is the biggest comeback in NCA. Um, who was bracket. that? 25? Baylor or UNC was up and it went to overtime. Oh, so you're saying they had money on UNC? No, they had money on Baylor. They were but, trying but to get Baylor to win. Oh, UNC, so UNC was won up 25. Despite. And then oh, UNC just won despite that wow. officiating. Wow. Okay. I didn't watch that game. Um, dude, got I've me. heard that the officiating has been pretty poor in both the men's and women's. Yeah, conference. there was a lot of calls that we thought would go differently after watching. Arizona's a little sketchy. Apparently, the uh, guy that got fouled to send it into overtime didn't even get touched, or really? that, or he didn't get the shot off. Like it was in his hand, and they went to video in his hand, and they said it was good. Yeah, that wow, that, that's sketch. That's sketch. Um. Uh, oh, I hate to pour salt into a wound, but Illinois. I mean, that was brutal. Dude, uh, so I being an Illinois fan, as soon as we got matched up, I needed Houston to lose first round because yeah. Houston, way too athletic, way too fast, getting to track meet with Houston, and they're just going to run you out of the gym. When Kofi Coburn has to run up and down the court as many times, and you can't <laughs> yeah. slow down, <laughs> right. and then you have Curbelo running 100 miles per hour. When Curbelo runs fast, it's not good. Yeah. When Curbelo gets to go through an offensive set and gets to see the open lanes and make a layup or a pass, Great. But when Carbello is out in the open court, way too many turnovers, and that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, wasn't super surprised by that. Um, so, if the two of you now were to take a team in the Sweet 16. Mine's still going. I have seven out of my eight Elite Eights okay. to win. Mine's so, Arizona. But, like, who, who, out of these 16, who is your team to win it all? Well, the problem is I picked Villanova right from the get-go. So, I mean, are you sticking with Villanova? Yeah, I have no choice, but they play Michigan. Okay, ignore your own brick. I'm saying, like, if you were okay, to redo okay. uh, your, your yeah, picks yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. after what you've seen in the first weekend, who is your pick? Who looked at the best? Um, 
I mean, there's one team that just has been blowing people out of the water. I mean, mine's, Who was it? Pro- dude, Providence. Dude, Providence, Houston's going to be sneaky. In March, what you have to do is pick a team that has a player that's going to get drafted into the top ten. And the sneaky team that people are not looking at, Purdue. Jaden oh, yeah, Ivey yeah, is going to yeah. take that team deep. True. And they've got – and they're deep in the center position with Edie and uh, Williams. So has there ever been a team to win the Division One Men's Basketball Championship outside of a Power Five? Also, right. Texas Tech is going to be very tough to beat, too. Their defense is really good. They had a close game, though, recently. Yeah, they beat Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, but but Notre Dame that good. game, that might be the best game in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Texas Tech, uh, Duke might be the best game. Michigan State-Duke was a good game. Yeah. Until the end. Until the very end, yeah. Which – like two minutes left, Michigan State was winning, and they lost by like seven. No, I know things just fell apart. Uh, what was your question, Jim? So, if you had to pick one of the sixteen teams uh, remaining, yeah. who is your your pick now to win it all? Yeah, I don't. I have no clue. But I mean, honestly, Providence has been looking really, really good. You're going to dark horse. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I'm going and Texas Tech. Next question: Who at this point is your is your pick to win the NIT? Uh, St. Bonaventure. The Bonnies. They were uh, playing tonight, weren't they? Yeah, I know. And that's the only reason why I said them. <laughs> NC State? I don't know if they're even in it. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you. Outside of St. Bonaventure, who's, who's, who's playing in, Virginia tonight? Uh, St. Bonnies, yeah. 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 What's the score on that? I, I'll look it up. It okay. was 12 11 when I left. Oh. St. Bonaventure's 52 51. Ooh, close one. Close one in, uh, in, in Hoosetown. Isn't and then it? Xavier Vanderbilt. Wahoo's, ah. Wahoo's, not Who's Town. Who's Town's Indiana. Anyways, uh, so that was the second half of current events. Um, so now let's go on to Shitty Beer. Shitty Beer. We've not done that Which yet. I'm going to take offense to Shitty Beer tonight because this is <laughs> like my second favorite beer. Uh, I never tonight. see you drink it. Well, it's because, okay, I drink this when I don't have access to Bush Light. Mm, so last never. year in September... We went up to like northern, northern Minnesota, and uh, they didn't have bush light up there. So I went for the next best thing. And that, to our loyal, award-winning listeners, is nothing other than Pabst Blue Ribbon. PB, oh, no. not opening that one. That one's, uh, we're lucky that one didn't like open all over you. So Pabst Blue Ribbon, these are the 16-ounce cans that Cole picked up tonight. This is the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Nature's choicest products provide its prized flavor. Only the finest of hops and grains are used. Selected as America's best in 1893. Hmm. The more you know. 16 fluid ounces. 1844. Pabst Brewing Company, P.O. Box 739, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Of course. (laughs) Government warning. Yep. Uh, union made recyclable aluminum. Uh, the it's always been your beer. Now make it your can. We are proud to present Ashley Dreyfus as yeah, the winner dope. of the 2021 PBR Art Can Competition. To find out how you can become your next year's winner, go to papsblueribbon.com. Can is pretty sweet. The backside, the artwork. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So PBR, uh, a lot of people hate it. A lot of people. Hey, I'll be it. one of those. I already and, just tried uh, it. I already, already went in. Not a fan. Not a fan, <laughs> huh? Okay. I so, tell you what. The reason why I say this too, it's PBR. I saw this. I was like, I'll do it. Um, 
back in Milli Vanilli. Um, they had three dollar in Milliken. Oh, <laughs> they had three dollar pictures of either Bushlight or PBR. PBR. And I kid you not, actually it was natural light or PBR. And I went for the $5 Bud Light picture instead of the $3 PBR. So you are definitely not going to rank this very high. I'm not going to rank this very high. I'm not going to lie. This and, is pretty nasty. What? I don't know if you Ooh. if you recall. Dude, I don't know how you like this. This has a lot of flavor. You're a flavorless guy. It has a lot of flavor. I Maybe my taste buds are fucked up. Like it has more flavor than my... my trusty go-to bush light but like the flavor even though it is stronger reminds me a lot of bush light i do i do <laughs> not see that at all <laughs> not at all i mean it's the only thing it's got before you it's really not that heavy which is good yeah um i don't like heavy beers um so let me look up the scale Nude just probably pulling his hair out right now. He hates when we would do well, these. Well, he's not doing it right now because <laughs> we're not recording or broadcasting this live. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> At true. this point that he's listening, yes, yes that's he what will I meant. be he will be pulling his, his hair out. So while you pull up the scale, I'm gonna pull up our trusty chart made by none other than uh, our award winning listener, Peter Hutton. I would rather drink dip spit, zero to one. One to two, I would rather drink straight hawkeye. Two to three, I will drink it if it's the last beer on earth. Three to four, I will drink water over it. Um, four to five, if I accidentally grab it out of a cooler and I am not going back to change it. Five to six, I will drink it over some beers. Six to seven, it is a very average beer. Seven to eight, I like it. Eight to nine, I am buying it on purpose. Nine to ten, I love it. I'm kind of stuck between. I Yeah, I'm trying to figure two. out... A number right now. I really dislike it, but I also obviously have disliked a lot of the beers we've tried. So I'm trying to figure out where that. I would, think I got it. Where that would go in uh, in my rankings? Hey, go for it if you're ready. So mine is probably, and I'm going to justify this answer of the based off of the scale of it being. I'm going to go like a four six. And that is, if I accidentally grab it out of a cooler, I'm not going back. <laughs> so you're going to rank PBR. You will you will drink a Bud Light next before you drink PBR. Yeah, yeah he would. liked Bud I Light did. Next. I liked Bud Are Light you next. fucking high? <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'll also say this. Like, I'm not going to voluntarily, like, that's literally the perfect for me. High four, because, like, I'm not going to go to a, a cooler and then grab it out of a cooler. No, I hey, let me go because I literally so was gonna it, say you're you're looking at an entire if I cooler accidentally... of, of PBR and Bud Light next, <laughs> yeah, and you were gonna, gonna grab, grab Bud Light next, yeah, you are fucking stupid. <laughs> and then I mean, I'm also like, if I accidentally grab it, I'll drink it, and that's exactly where I'm at. Yeah, I I was gonna give it a four point nine because <laughs> a very similar, uh, which from a similar state. It's funny because you rated Bud Light next two point one. Yeah, I hated Bud Light next. Yeah. I would, I would drink this over like Bud Light it. next. You said 4.9? Yeah. You would 9 like I like it? Or you I feel like you've got a bias towards this, dude. If you drink this blindfolded, I don't think you'd like it as much. Get fucked. I can't wait <laughs> to do We need to do a blind test. We will. And this beer will get a high score for me. <laughs> it, the only thing that stinks is that PBR does have a distinct taste that you'll be able to know what PBR is. Like I think. I my, think. So my highest yeah. rated beer. But there beer, are others that taste like this. My highest rated beer this season 
has been Old Milwaukee. I rated a 6.7, okay? So if we go back to Season 1, my highest beer there was Rolling Rock at a 6.3. I would grab and drink PBR ahead of both of those beers. Oh, boy. All right, here comes the score then. So that means so I'm are you going to buy it? Are you going to buy sevens. it? If I'm at a – okay. Yeah, it's a second that favorite. Is. If, if there's no bush light, you're buying PBR. Yes. Oh God. Bro. How? I don't. I don't what I don't else am I gonna how. buy? Bud Light? Fuck no. Miller Light? Absolutely not. Michelob? Coors Light would be the only like close contender. Ultra? I think God, Ultra. No, I hate Ultra. Oh, I, I do. I, like I think it. Ultra is nasty. What's I like that Ultra. Right over there. Who bought that? Not Bo. Job. <laughs> that was Bo. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Bo is an Ultra. All guy. right. So I okay. Here's where it gets tough. So I'm like, this is very close to me with Coors Light. So I think. Also, what, it's what's the seven? Seven eighties, I like it. An eight to nine? I'm buying it on purpose. Oh, boy. Oh I mean, you're an boy. eight something. You're in the eights, my friend. You are. See, the thing yeah. is, I think Coors Light in this tastes very different, too. Yeah. Very Coors different. Light sucks. Coors Light also sucks, but in a different way. <laughs> Coors Light does not suck. Coors Light tastes you like horse piss. <laughs> the aluminum bottles cans. Oh. I'm going to go into the fridge right now, and I'm going to tell you which beer You're I talking about the silver bullets? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I respect it, but I don't necessarily like so, it. So. I'm going to the fridge right now. I'm going to tell you which beer. What? Which beer what? That I would. <laughs> nope. Actually, most jewels in here. <laughs> <laughs> and Old Chubb. Yeah, neither am I. It's overhyped. For those of you that can't hear, Cole thinks Yingling is overhyped. I don't know if I've ever had it. I would drink hams over. Oh, I don't remember. See, but that goes against your rating. You rated hams a 3.8. So you guys want to give me shit about fucking up my ratings? Y'all asses are dead. (laughs) I, I, I would not be surprised if my ratings were all over the place. And that's why I can't wait for the blind. So that's let's go I, through Nick. Nick, your ratings. Ice House Edge, 3.1, but that was expired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miller Lite, 6.4. Yeah, I don't mind Miller. Hams, 3.7. Moose Drool, 3.2. Old Chubb, 1.8. Old Milwaukee, 6.4. Yeah, that, I, I like that. Montucky beer. Cold Snack, 4.2. Bud Light Next, 2.1. And now PBR, 4.9. So this would be your third Third high or third best. Yeah, I mean, beer. the thing is, it's bad, but it's Again, drinkable. That, yeah. So That's, where's where's this rank on mine for this season? Uh, Ice House Edge three point one, Miller Lite six one, Hams three eight, Moose Drill two nine, Old Chub one point one, <laughs> Old Milwaukee five eight, Montucky six nine, nice, Bud Light next four eight, PBR four six. So this would be one. Two, three, fifth out of nine. Yeah, seems well, right? Yeah. Based All right. So I, th- I mean, the I'm I'm like right in between a seven nine and an eight one, and I can't go eight point oh because that's a rookie score. So <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go eight one. Let's on, go. On PBR. I support the balls. Yeah. So I mean, that, you, it's a fair. I mean, you like it. Yeah. So get this. Is that this our highest now, ranked beer? No, but it is tied because oh of my eight one rating <laughs> with Montucky Cold Snack. <laughs> oh, what was Mon- like? What was you went six nine? Yeah, 
I went six five. You went four two. Yeah, I didn't like it that so much. Is that our closest? Is that our closest one? Well, not closest. They're exact. Well, I meant like standard, get, standard deviation amongst yeah. each other. No, that would probably be old chub. <laughs> yeah, one point <laughs> one, one point eight, one point eight. Okay. Um. Uh, Ice House Edge three one three one three eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. One touch. So you have an outlier. Was the six nine. Nuge was here for yeah. that one. Yeah. So let's look at uh, last season. Let's see if we've got any. Nuge was not happy with my score, but yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Um, Natty Ice five three five one four nine. Okay. That's that's got to be our closest. Um, or Regal Light two nine two nine two six. Oh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so I think next week that means we got to do Coors Light. Yeah, yeah silver, actually, yeah, let's do, it. yeah let's do it. Okay, and then do we end? I mean, because that's going to be season ten or episode ten is next week, and then episode eleven. I mean, that's do we just do eleven episodes? Season. Yeah, and then we do Bush Light. But then, like, does that mean we need to bring Jocelyn back in and Nick needs to leave for the last episode of the season? Dude, I want to be here when she's here, though. She's a good time. Yeah, yeah that was one of the funniest podcasts, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and we that was the one where we went off on uh, on the conspiracy theories with Dude. Like Denver Airport. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. bring conspiracies back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was our shitty beer review. Cole and Nick are definitely not in on the PBR train. Uh, I definitely am, and uh, I'm I'm here for it. So that was PBR group score of 5.9, tied with the Montucky cold snack. Hello. You were supposed to let it go to voicemail because you're on the phone with your dad. I I just hung up with him. He goes, he goes, whose podcast? I go, those guys. <laughs> I go, those guys that live in the neighborhood next to you. And he goes, all right. <laughs> wow. wow. So we're we're taking away from some quality father daughter time. Yeah, man, you are. Well, we're we're kind of important here on the Graduate Podcast. So thanks for joining us. Okay. Yeah, thanks for having me. <clears throat> so you're on the show today with uh, Cole, Nick, and Jim, and uh, we're we're excited to have you here. So thanks for taking time out of your busy day to be with us. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you should feel honored, Alyssa. This is a big deal. So you're our our first uh, phone guest after we've clipped 1,500 listens on our podcast, which we'll is go. like a huge, huge accomplishment. Most people get that in like a day. We get it in a year and a half. So, <laughs> um, but okay. you know, we're we're just here for a good time. So, um, phone a friend. So this is a segment we started here in season two, where we call someone because yeah. uh, we don't have. Believe it or not, when we're in the garage, like right now, we don't have a ton of space because there's a lot of crap in yeah, this garage. Big so, ass truck in the way. Right, right. So really, our only option to bring guests on is via phone. So. We've got uh, five questions, and you can uh, answer them funny. You can answer them serious. There's you know some questions that maybe lean one way or the other, and uh, chances are we'll end up going off in a tangent, and we're just gonna roll with it. So longest uh, longest phone a friend has been 45 minutes. So we will try and keep you under that, but no promises. Question for you, Elizabeth. Oh, I got a 
Full <laughs> battery, baby. All right. <laughs> Did you know this podcast even existed before like five minutes ago? Uh, yes. Nice. By who? The koozies. Uh, oh, 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 you've seen the koozies? Yes, I also know you guys. <laughs> okay, but I don't feel like we talk about it at all, really. Maybe, maybe no, we you do. for sure do. Do you, um, do you follow us on Instagram? Some... <laughs> I actually don't. Oh, <laughs> but I can totally give you a follow. I'm like a generous oh. follower. Oh, my God. Ah. Oh, my God. Can you hear right. that? <laughs> yeah. I, <don't> <laughs> I, I had to find the right button. All right. So, Alyssa, first question. Uh, we are a, a beer podcast. A, uh, so we're going to ask you, what is your favorite beer to drink? Summer Shandies. Okay. Even in December. Easily. Oh, yeah. The okay. Summer Shandy or that 312? The 312 okay, Shandy is pretty good, too. Dude, they showed up like that was a good that was a good move by them. I didn't think it was gonna be good because um, I don't really like three one twos, but yes, that is absolutely delicious. Is that new? Last I summer? think it's a, I think so. Oh, so good. So that's that's what you're grabbing when you are going out on the river. You're getting a, a twelver or a sixer. Mm, okay, you guys know me. Probably a sixer. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, as long as you don't do what I did that one day and mix <laughs> Bushlight and Red's apple. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, to make the oh, Bushlight apple. Was that your birthday? Throw up. Yeah. On the back of the boat. Oh, Dude, what a day. Jimmy, yeah, happy took birthday. Half an hour to walk you back. <laughs> yeah. I would take three steps and fall over. <laughs> like, if someone, so I'm sure someone on that beach has video, it's got to be hilarious. Oh, I'd pay for that oh, video. entirely. All right, so Summer Shandy is your favorite beer. What is your shittiest beer that you've ever had? Oh, my God, that <laughs> dark shit that Dimensional sells in their <laughs> big D. Oh, in the oh, big D. Oh, yeah, yeah, the big D. The yeah, we did that after. There uh, is some, like, freaking car oil in some of those. I mean, dude, they were just disgusting. That was pretty bad. That is a fun game, though. When you like draft the big, yeah, I mean, we got like messed up. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was fun. That was fun. And then uh, another another guest for the pod was was there that night, Tall Todd. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my oh, god. That... <laughs> Tall Todd's been uh, <laughs> been having a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, he has. Tall Todd. Got He's been on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so shittiest beer, we don't know the name of it, but it was the super dark one at Dimensional. All right, so you're, uh, you're a Dubuque, you've lived here your, your entire life. Um, mm -hmm. what, uh, what would you say has been your best memory in Dubuque? Or you can choose, either answer that or answer this other question. What is your favorite memory uh, with one of the three of us? Uh, Jimmy's 30th birthday <laughs> midnight speech on your driveway oh, with God. a cigar and, and a couple of tears coming down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that. That was great. That been, was awesome. I was drinking speech. all day. And then someone said something to me like 10 minutes before that. And it just like put me in a mood. 30. In the, 
it was like a not a, like an angry mood. It was a very like emotional mood. And then like ten minutes later was midnight, and someone asked me to speak, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna go with it. But listen, we all loved it. It was uh, um, it was a great speech. I don't remember I what I said. Say, no, you said a lot of good stuff. Um, I have. I would honestly say I've never laughed so hard with me and Nick trying to get you back onto that boat for your birthday. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so what I'm hearing part, is I'm a good time on my birthday. Yeah, that's the craziest part was, dude. You left like fine-ish, and then all like it was yeah. like zero to hundred. I and, yeah. and that's how I remember it is I basically left like I was I was definitely like drunk, but I wasn't blacked out. I float down, couldn't have been more than a quarter of a mile, maybe a ha- maybe at most a half mile. Yeah. And by the time I like get out of the river. My legs didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like yeah. I drink three of these on the float down either. Right. So, you know how they say, like, when you're drinking in a hot tub or you're drinking in a pool and then you get out, like, that's when it hits you? Mm. I wonder if mm-hmm. that was kind of in play there. Because literally, as soon as I got up, and then all of a sudden, I swear there was like a mountain to climb to get like up on the beach. <laughs> Yeah, there yeah. was. I mean, there is a little bit, and then the, and the, the sand was really shit, hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like I, it, it couldn't. I could not have taken more than four consecutive steps before falling over again. No, you also walked into every single boat's anchor in the damn sand. <laughs> Shouldn't so have been there. Everybody, everybody was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "You know what? His foot's just gonna get cut off. It's fine. We're just." <laughs> You made it. You made it. Oh, so that that was your 29th? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was it really? Was yeah. Yeah, that oh, was first God. summer with the boat, so that was definitely 29. And uh, I, in theory, my my whole idea of the, um, you know, you, so I drink would drink half the bush light, and then I'd crack open a Red's Apple Ale and fill the bush light can back up. Like, in theory, that makes bush sense. Bush light apple. But I think what I failed to account for is that the Red's Apple Ale comes out at 8%. And then I was mixing that with a 4.1 Bush Light. And after, I think I'm, I have got to think I probably had like five or six of those. Well, that was back when Bush Light was like a hot commodity because we couldn't find it. Right. So that's why I did that. So really, this is Bush Light's fault. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) So funny. Anyways, okay, so that was, uh, I guess that was your favorite memory. Okay, we can we can work with that. Favorite memory with you, I would say Nick. I mean, Nick and I have a special bond. We share our day of birth. It's true. So, it's true. Um, oh, wow. But last year, I don't think, I, I don't know where I Oh, I was at my sister's wedding. I was gone. Yeah. But the year before, we, yeah. we did something. I don't, um, year before, <laughs> we were all so messed up playing the finger game oh. with the big D at dimensional. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I was there for that one. I think I no. might have missed your No, it was like it was like Jeremy, um, Liz, DQ. Damn R.I.P. It was somewhat of a random Rip. random crew. I think Cole was there. Yeah. All right. Um, so this one, this next question is a little bit more on the the serious note. So if you can try and like oh, dial it back and like be serious for once, um, what is a? So should I put my burrito down? Well, is it a ponch burrito or a chipotle burrito? Oh, you damn know it, ponch. Oh no! Dang, team ponch. 
I think maybe that that could be a poll for next week. All right, yeah. Anyways, what is a valuable life lesson or a life hack that you have learned and you live by? Oh man, valuable life lesson or life hack? I feel like those are two very different things. Oh, yeah. correct. Oh, Everybody yeah. says that. You I may- would say. I would say, let me go with the serious one. My life lesson that I would tell everybody is that everything happens for a reason. And I, I thoroughly believe that. Um, whatever crap you're going through or however much joy you experience, it's for a reason. It's from a higher presence, I believe. But my biggest hack I literally executed like an hour ago F for a water cup and then fill that puppy up with Sprite. <laughs> so and that is what I'm drinking right in the now. Book. Did you, Jesus would be mad. Did you Thou just, shall not steal. Right. Did you just admit to theft on a 1,500 plus listener? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, Montero. You need Jesus I'm this weekend. I'm a loyal customer. I have the app. I have the reward. <laughs> wow. Well, we might have to cut this out. Post it on Instagram since you don't follow us, and then tag Ponch <laughs> and let them know that there's a thief at the Dubuque Poncheros. They're like, we My knew God. it. <laughs> the sprite count didn't add up. The sprite inventory at the end of the night did not add up. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So those those were pretty good. Those were pretty yeah. good. Uh, next question. Uh, being a Dubuque, what, in your opinion, is your hometown known for? Um, isn't it like the bluffs? It, I mean, there's no wrong answer here. It's whatever you <laughs> think the <Dubuque> is known <laughs> for. Um, well, it's not. Um, wow, oh, shots fired. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Cole, in your defense, I was gonna, but I thought Cole would actually get pretty mad, so I switched it to something. <laughs> uh, All right, you know so what? You're welcome, buddy. Thanks. Um, uh, what known for? I mean, probably. Orange I mean, I don't like serious answers, but I would say the river. Like it for doesn't summers. have to be serious. Uh, I know. I'm trying to think of a non-serious one. Um. There are more bars than churches. Is there? How is do it? I know that you don't? <laughs> well, there's a ton of both. Right, and that's what's even more impressive. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I mean, we'll accept the river. What do you think Dubuque's known for? I'm not. I'm the one asking the question. I'm not the one answering. It's definitely up to you. I know, but I need somebody to like lead me into it. Like, I need another person to help. It's the River City, Wallert Catholic High School. <laughs> oh my God! And the women's volleyball no. team. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, honestly. My high school is like literally known for women's volleyball, but um, little plug there, <laughs> soft plug. Yeah, for real. You in the um, Waller okay. Hall of Fame yet? No, those bitch asses didn't put me in. <laughs> wow. All right, all right. Uh, and then no. normally our last question uh, is current event. So um, since we're gonna end up talking about this in our segment, we'll ta- we'll ask you now. What uh, what was your take on the uh, 2022 NCAA Division One Wrestling Championships this last week in Detroit, and how how do you think the Hawks did? 
or March well, Madness? Well, I'm obviously upset because we didn't reach our full potential. I'm uh, I'm also a huge, like, a huge, huge advocate for the Iowa wrestling program. I've witnessed firsthand the quality of care and coaching and, you know, athletic training. But in my opinion, you know, it'd be fair if some people say, what's going on there? Because why is everybody hurt? Well, a simple answer, everybody's hurt because they're fucking old. Sorry, well, yeah. am I allowed to swear? Yeah, they're old wow. as shit. Their average age is 27. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're old. So, you it know, why is Ironman have, why is Ironman wrestling on an ACL tear? Okay, well, he's in year five or six. Why is Kemmer's shoulder dislocated? Okay, well, he's actually 25 years old. 26. Why is, why is everybody hurt? So, you know, I'm not saying it's their, you know, their routine or their workout regimen, but I just, I think it, they were just dealt a really bad hand and it's nerve wracking for the future because, you know, this is a rebuilding year. We lose Marinelli. I mean, we freaking, we use, we lose Young, we lose, yeah, Kemmer, Young, Marinelli, we lose um, Ironman. I mean, it's going to be tough, but with that being said, like I said, I started off, I have full faith in the brands. I mean, they are some of the best recruiters and what people don't see is like, they have gunpowder underneath these guys, you know, they're smart. They hand out red shirts. They get everybody where they need. But I mean, it's just, there's some legends going out the door. So I guess the answer is I'm disappointed. I wanted those guys. I mean, Ironman was second last year. Kemmer, oh, freaking lost last year by a thread. He deserved a national title. Um, I wanted to see, I wanted to see them win, but you know, any year that has Spencer Lee coming back, I mean, there's, there's possibilities. So it could be, it could be exciting, but we got to get some guys. I yeah. get some starters. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty good assessment uh, that a lot of people overlook with the fact that Iowa's lineup had you know a number what probably f- at least three if not four guys that were wrestling on that that extra COVID year and then a number of them had like Kemmer had a regular redshirt year and then he had an injury redshirt year and then he had the COVID year so he was he's in seventh. his seventh year at Iowa which Jesus. like at wrestling. that point like what. What kind of classes are you taking? <laughs> he's getting he's on his third wild, degree. Do they have like an intro to cooking that you're taking, or like I mean, are, are you taking like real like? It's a big enough school. You can find some crap classes. No, I don't think he's taking real classes to prepare him for the next <laughs> step because most of these guys just go work. They just go wrestle for the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, and uh, I'm guessing he took some easy courses just to get a second master's. There you go, a second master's. Or a second degree. Oh yeah, he already has his masters. Oh my! Nice. Wow. I bet. Well, I'm sure they could go get another degree, but I feel like if you're there, you might as well get another masters. True. It's Alyssa, true. when you first started talking, I thought you were just completely making this up. Like you were, I had no idea you were an actual fan. Oh yeah. I was like, oh. I, I thought you're like, oh, because I thought this was all sarcastic. <laughs> Until you started actually name dropping, I was like, speaking what? of the Hawkeyes, what happened to your beloved the Hawkeyes? Program. What happened to them in the March Madness in uh, in basketball? Okay. Unlike wrestling, those guys needed humble pie. So <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Okay. So all, all knowledge aside, Iowa men's basketball was due for a loss. I hate saying that because I wish it didn't happen. But realistically, they were hot, 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 freaking Big Ten tournament, beating teams they shouldn't have. 
making everything just a freak show. It was, it was so fun. It was great. But they were due for a loss, and that's exactly what they delivered. They looked slow. I mean, they couldn't make anything. You know, some people are blaming travel. Why did the four seed, five seed have to travel to Buffalo, New York? Like, I don't know. But they fell flat. They always do. I'm personally kind of more excited that we won the Big Ten tournament and flopped on the NCAA because we knew we were going to probably flop anyway. So at least we got kind of one little fun run in there. But the women are another story. Woof. I wish that wouldn't have happened, but I think they too were a little too flat. You know, the wildest part was the person that hit the game winner was actually on the Hawkeyes last year. Okay. For, I love that in shit. the women's game for Creighton. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. Uh, I and love Coach Bluter uh, talked about that in her post game presser. Um, you know, it's kind of like a a dagger when when someone comes back to to end your season like that, though. Uh, yeah. Could you imagine the emotion? Like she freaking transferred because I told her. So I asked someone like, "What's that relationship like?" And this person still works for Iowa Athletics, and she said, "To be honest with you, they didn't leave on bad blood." So like. It was all it was all good. It didn't leave on bad blood. But they told her, You might as well transfer because you're not gonna play. Mm. And then she just freaking I mean, I love it. As Which, much as I like, love the Hawkeyes. Okay, like, as a coach, that, like you you have to respect that because like just because she wasn't gonna play for Iowa didn't mean that she wasn't good. Right. Like I don't know what who she was behind, but like you know, rather than sit there and wait two, three years to get your shot, like, why, like, I, I guess I, if that was me, I, I appreciate the coach telling me, and then I can go and play. For sure. No, for sure. Yeah. So I think that's why there wasn't bad blood, but I mean, come on, if you freaking transit from a school and then you upset them, especially as a two seed, oh, that is sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. Oh, I, 100%. She's got to be feeling good. I, I caught the, the second half of that game and like, I feel like Iowa became a little too one-dimensional. Um, yeah, you know, in the, the Big Ten player. tournament, right? In the Big Ten tournament, they used Sonano inside, and she was she was lights out. And um, yeah, not even scoring. And and that kind of took some of the pressure, I think, off of Caitlin Clark. Well, then I don't know how Creighton did it, but they they shut down Sonano inside, and Caitlin Clark was like four of nineteen from the floor. So. Yeah. Like if you're Iowa, one of those two have to be making baskets. And for I feel like for three quarters of the season, you know, maybe more, it was Caitlin Clark. Like she was averaging like 25, 28 points a night. She did miss an, a shot she should have made. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, yeah, so always, always tough to to see both your your teams from your alma mater go out in the same weekend and then kind of add into the mix. You know, it's crazy. Like Iowa wrestling. You know, everyone's kind of talking about, oh, they had an off year, and they still finished third in the nation. They but, like, third. they were 40 points behind Penn State for the title. Yeah, Penn State went five for five. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was that was pretty incredible. So, but, uh, Alyssa, hey, I know uh, you got a, uh, an early morning tomorrow at the old OTF, so we won't keep you too long. <laughs> but uh, thanks, for, thanks for taking the call, and thanks for being our second – Right, guys? Second female guest on uh, the Garage Beers podcast. Jocelyn T. was our first guest, so you're following in her footsteps. Well, could I answer that one I said I need to come back to? What is Dubuque known for? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the answer 
is Garage Beers Podcast. <laughs> wow. Way to end on a good note. We uh, we do appreciate the uh, the brown nosing. So. Yeah, I thought she actually looked something up. Like, <laughs> I went on Google and she's going to give a definition. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, Alyssa, yeah. hey, you uh, you go. Don't stay up too late now. You got to be up at like 2 in, the, 2 in the morning to get ready for OTF. <laughs> Kill me. Okay. <laughs> all right. See you, Alyssa. See ya. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya. So with that, we are going to move on to memories. Uh, so I had two worthy of note. One of them, which will do you absolutely no good listening to this podcast because it's a picture, um, and I can't. I still haven't decided if I'm going to turn it over to you guys to share. It is very. Can very we do a blind? Can we do a blind so we can see it, and then we, <laughs> and then they can get our reaction. Uh, yeah, let me let me pull that up. So Nick, you can you can go first. I had a good one that was around this time. Go ahead, Nick. No, go ahead. Mine was uh, freshman year. We went to Fort Lauderdale for uh, spring break. Okay. And you got to keep in perspective of what I looked like as a freshman. So like, Is that I, chubby Cole? No, no, no. This was like Skinny uh, Cole. me that I looked like I was 12. Oh, that yeah. Cole. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so like all we could do was just basically go to the beach, drink, and then like hang out in the hotel room. Like there was no like going like – there was no way that I would have ever passed of like being <laughs> 21. So, I mean, but it was a good time. And, I mean, the different stories and stuff like that. Wild, pretty sure I uh, puked on a children's playground to watch kids play on it the next day. That's better than puking oh, on God. a children or on yeah. a child. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, so, I mean, that trip, it was a great trip. I mean, hop in a car, nine-hour drive, nine hours back. But no, it was so super fun. What year was that? My freshman year. What what would have that been? Twenty, uh, the spring semester of twenty fourteen. So just fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. I'm okay. Bag. Did you just graduate? I graduated college in spring of twenty thirteen. Oh, I was still in college. I was a junior. Nice. <laughs> All right, Nick. What do you got? All right. Uh, I made a status thirteen years ago today, and I'm pretty sure I was trolling someone that's a uh i don't know this is what i definitely was trolling somebody but it said refs won it for the spartans took taj out forced washington out and missed calls and gave us phantom calls fight on for old sc <laughs> sc i don't know what i was talking about also south carolina maybe 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 taj because they're probably playing no they're playing usc if that's for taj gibson so so it was usc would be my guess because yeah that's taj, probably what it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. it's also I mean I guess I might have some embarrassing Facebook posts but I deleted that one and I have a new one that I mm. had to get because of Orange Theory right. Right. so I might have different posts but so this is a, a Snapchat I sent to a friend oh, God. and then she screenshotted it and put it up on Facebook oh no are you guys ready for yeah. this oh, God. I <laughs> I forgot that I I took yes. the snap <clears throat> I don't want to show you guys. <laughs> Come on. All right, here we How go. How many years ago was it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. This was uh, March of 2013, so nine years ago. Uh, you can spot the iPhone uh, 5. Oh, yeah. You rock did, in yeah. there. Wow. Mirror yeah, selfie. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I was doing or what I was thinking, and I hate that this is still out there. So Okay, well, there's at least some sarcasm to that. It's yeah. not like you were doing it serious. True, true. <laughs> but still. I mean, only makes it somewhat 
Right. <laughs> Here's a picture what from the, the spring heck break. Is that? <laughs> One of those cutout heads. Nice. <laughs> um, had uh, so the other one on a more serious note. So uh, last week, I'm in I'm in Detroit. Obviously, like we talked about, covering D1 wrestling nationals, and it was nine, no eight, nine, no nine. It was 2013. So right, right before I guess I sent this picture, uh, nine years ago, I was covering my first wrestling championship and it was in cedar rapids uh and we had we had one wrestler qualify uh for my previous school and uh so basically in a span of nine years i went from covering it in some like small hockey rink with one wrestler to covering it on you know basically the collegiate wrestling's biggest stage so that was like pretty pretty surreal that uh you know that's some epic shit and that's give yourself some credit but see here's the other thing like Collegiate wrestling is also like, besides the Olympics, is the peak. So that's almost like the professional level of that sport. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, in a way, yeah, that's a very good point. So, did I hope you patted yourself on the back when you realized oh yeah. that? I mean, I, yeah, and no, like I don't know. Like as crazy it is, like I still don't feel like I've made it. Oh, oh, well, yeah. I like yeah. it's you stupid still, because no, like good. I feel like I mean that's. That's huge. Like in in the last twelve months, like like where where I've gone, what I've done. Like I've covered games at Iowa um, for like not just like going there to shoot, but like had a school hire me to go there, and like I thought that was pretty big. And now like right. you know everything we did. Well, dude, last week. what I'm picturing is like you know you ever been in a really long line, and then it feels like it's going nowhere, but then you look behind you and it's like way longer. That's kind of what it is. It's like all right, yeah. you look back, you're like, oh, look how far I've made it. Obviously, you still got more to go. Right, your goals. Right. But. Yeah, and you know, and like <clears throat> when you put it like that, yeah, absolutely. But I think for me, like a lot of that also has to do with like I don't want this to be the pinnacle. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, but like, it's it's still it's like a pretty yeah, you big made it deal. Far, and like, I think the coolest thing um, is like the team we had in Detroit was all Division three people. Like, a lot of these championships, like, they pluck kids from Michigan and Iowa and, like, these, these you know, pow- basically Power 5 schools. But Dude, the one, one thing I will say is embrace the moment. Don't, like, enjoy it because it is. It is not saying the pinnacle, right? Yeah, yeah. But also understand what you did achieve, right? Like, so, like, not everybody gets to shoot D1 national wrestling. Right. Not every. I mean, so, I mean, it is a huge accomplishment. So I mean, embrace the moment, enjoy the moment. Yeah, for but then sure. I'm I'm with you. I mean, don't let this be the pinnacle, but definitely don't like look back in three years and say, like, what the heck was I thinking? Like, I was too not because you're not you're not saying like you're too good for it, but like enjoy this because that is it's a huge accomplishment. Right. And it speaks mm-hmm. to you that you don't want it to be your pinnacle. Yeah, because a lot of people would get there and be like, oh, okay, that's it. Right now, right, I can right. just like rest on that. Like, right. oh yeah, I shot twenty two twenty twenty two wrestling. Like, I'm right. good. Now, like. I'm thinking about, so in, uh, I think it's in May. I think it's May. Uh, World Team Trials are coming to Iowa City. So now like, my next thought is, okay, like I'm not dealing with schools here. I'm dealing with like these wrestling clubs, Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Knee Lion Wrestling Club. And it's like, all right, hey, like, you know, I'm a you know professional videographer, phot- photographer in the area. Like I just ran social for the NCAA. Like hire me. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is in May. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, middle to late May uh, in Iowa City at the or technically Coralville at the 
I think extreme. it's at the Extreme Arena. Yeah. I might have to go watch. It's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. And like it's a it's a Saturday Sunday, and uh, there's only it's either four or five for the most part four or five qualifiers per Olympic weight class, and if you is this when they do the series of like two or yeah, three yeah yeah so you like it's it's weird like there's one person in each weight class that basically has a bye to the finals and they're either like the previous champion or something kind of along those lines and basically like the contender has to wrestle his way through this and it's not even like a real bracket it's kind of like a round robin and then the winner out of those 3 4 5 then advances to a best two out of three against basically like the number one seed or the reigning champion. So, and it's freestyle wrestling. So like the scoring is totally different. The mat is set up differently, but like, you know, the winner of this then qualifies for the world team. Right. No, that's sweet. Let so, me, let me know if you get that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that might be one of those situations. Like I might go, even if I'm not sure, sure. Not working yeah. it, but yeah. anyways, but, uh, so yeah, this is, um, Episode nine, I think we think. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I mm, it might be. Eight. I'm pretty sure it's nine. Well, we eight was the split seven. But I did like seven a. I, li- and I seven can literally eight. pull it. Up right I don't. Now. I don't know. I don't even know what episode it is. But uh, it's we we had the seventy degree day tomorrow or yesterday. Seventy degree day yesterday. It's now shitty weather. Again this today. is nine. This is also why spring sucks. Is because we get these little cock teases of nice days, but I you mean, have the days. You have yeah. the days. <laughs> did you did you golf yesterday? Oh yeah. Was it good? Oh yeah. Where at? Meadows. Hmm. You're a big Meadows guy now, aren't you? Two under. I love Meadows. The, Meadows has always three? been one of my favorites. <laughs> no, I played well yesterday. Nice. I got it. I I found something. I think. Oh. We'll see. Let's go. And uh, we will. I I, I got to call him out on it. Because it's been at least two weeks since we had him on the show, and we've yet to receive any bean teas. Oh, yeah. So, Tom, when you're when you're listening to this end of the episode, like, hey, we need those bean teas because Cole Cole's golfing already, and he's not he's not using the bean teas. So, figure yeah. that out. This but, this uh, is episode nine, by the way. It is episode nine. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you're on it. That would normally be Stat Boy, but he left us. Yeah. Yep. But uh, so, yeah, this has been episode nine of Garage Weir's podcast. We'll see you next week. Wait, are we not doing TikTok, Nick? Oh, we forgot TikTok. Well, I wasn't sure. I'm all over the place tonight. We're good. Let's do it. All right. All right. Question of the night was I put it out to our uh, followers. What is a scam not many people notice? And uh, (laughs) let me go through the answers here. I said one on there. Yeah, we got got a good amount of answers. So we've got um, taxes, <laughs> which <laughs> which I just paid mine today. That sucked. I don't think that's a scam, but uh, kind okay, they can feel like one. That's for <laughs> sure. Um, food and beverages at pro sporting events. I mean, yeah, kind or of popcorn in general. Right at a movie theater, uh, especially. True. True. Fourteen dollars for a popcorn in the soda that had yeah. like a two dollar overhead cost. Yeah. Right. Get fucked. They take full advantage of you. Uh, <laughs> extended warranties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, like, I think, I don't know. I've been in that position, though, where the extended warranty you needed helps. it. Really? Yeah. Like, so on my bike, I had, normally it's like 18 months, 30,000 miles, or 15,000 miles, something like that. I had the extended warranty on it. And a year ago, 
the whole like fuel gauge system that like measures how much gas you have left in your tank like went haywire and there's no like single part to fix they have to replace the whole fuel line oh wow so okay. that would have like probably been eight nine hundred dollars so, so you had the extended warranty because i had the extended warranty it Good was work. all covered so Good work. i disagree with that one now how much okay. was the extended warranty so was it like eight hundred nine hundred? <laughs> it was it was about that but like oh, there's man. been other things that have been like minor that sure. have been fixed yeah like but it's like no questions asked like yeah. because you have this we're just right. gonna fix it okay um one person said college <laughs> that's a rabbit hole i don't know if you want yeah um i, will I mean play, it's getting I, to the point where dude, it's yes and no so. but like i will always argue the amount of maturing that people do at college is what you actually pay for than maybe the actual education. I've seen a lot Which, of people that need to go for four years of like that buffering yeah. that you don't like actually you don't get if you just go straight into work. But is maturing worth that price? Uh, I mean, dude, I've seen a Depends. lot of people. Yes. Depends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You'll love this next answer. Harley's. Crash rockets are better. <laughs> Fuck off. Was that someone we know? Yeah. yeah was Hutton. <laughs> Who was that? Hutton. <laughs> Fuck you, Hutton. You're dead to me. Uh, all right. Uh, and then the Girl Scouts. That, that was me. Someone we know. Uh, um, that was me because also, dude, so they have these little girls going out there selling cookies for badges. They're out here just <laughs> working for free, selling $4 of cookies. The Girl Scouts just makes hella money. Well, Okay. Hold on, that's not entirely accurate. So the way that does it pay for a trip? Yeah, or like I guess that's fair. Like you earn money to like go into your scout account to then pay for like summer camp or something like that. Okay. No, the organization is taking a huge cut. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, but like it's not like there are child labor laws in effect here. Maybe. Like when we watched Zoolander on the way back. Yeah, that was the funniest movie. I forgot about that. Um, all right. Hutton's just trolling us hard. Said CrossFit gyms. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Well, we might have to cut Hutton out of the will if he keeps this shit up. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we've got a few more answers. These are a couple of the good ones. Uh, let's see here. One said funerals. People often want to buy more expensive coffins to honor their loved ones. And in turn, the company's selling them for profit. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's why like, when I die, just... Cremate me, put me in a in the urn. The urn's gonna be like, what, five hundred bucks? If yeah. it's like some like quality material, that's all I Dude, need. That or my, uh, I don't want you to like. My chances are I'm gonna be old and like wrinkly, yeah, and right. I'm not gonna look good. Like I don't want you to look at that version of me. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. Like yeah, fill yeah. the place with pictures of me like from now. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Uh, my grandpa's uh, sister was like a oak box, like super like. Yeah. I mean, you're dude. No fan. I mean, like, you get put six feet under. Like, nobody's gonna see the casket again. Right. Right. You hope. I mean, yeah, you hope. <laughs> right. But I mean, like, it's not like you roll up and you're like, "Yep, this is what I came in." You well, know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've always mine's gonna be hopefully a celebration, Hawaiian shirts, and a keg. <laughs> Hawaiian shirts. That's good. Um. All right. This next one's very interesting. Uh. They said shrinkflation. Every every company does this. It's a tried and true method as it's mostly psychology. A person won't realize the product is slightly smaller. They will notice a price difference, but if the product itself is slightly smaller, they won't notice. What is it? It's called shrinkflation. So, so for example, toilet paper. 
toilet paper rolls are decreasing in width yet costing the same price. Same with like, for example, in swimming, the caps have gotten slightly smaller. Like, so they use less silicone when they make it, but it's it still oh. costs the same price. So it's called shrinkflation. They make the product slightly smaller. But the price hmm. stays the same? The price stays the same, yeah. So they're increasing their margin. Essentially, yeah. They're increasing their margin without increasing their prices. So the consumer doesn't necessarily realize that's it That's a good first. one. Wow. Hot Genius. Take. Genius. Um, and then the last one here is amount of toothpaste. The amount in advertisements is misguiding. It's too much. Therefore, more consumption and in turn, more sales. A pea-sized amount should do the job. So yeah. basically, like you don't need to put that much toothpaste on your toothbrush every night. If you do, you go through more toothpaste quicker. Yeah. But that's how they advertise it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. So I agree. Any, so I'll test so that then this, I'll do a so this goes, size. so now yeah. this has me thinking. So you back to like toilet paper. So like yeah. that bonus roll where it says you get technically like an extra roll in there. Like right. if you buy like a 24 pack, it's like an extra roll, but it's probably actually the same amount. They yeah. Shrinking it. Exactly. Exactly. Genius on their part. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think I mean, I'm not going to notice the difference. I want to try to think of how I can take advantage of shrinkflation. <laughs> yeah. Well, sell like, anything. I mean, for those of you that run like camps, ah, yeah, you can like one less half well, hour and like you see it actually yeah. I mean, with I mean. like sponsorships too, like good sponsorship packages in sports. You you build it so that you have a lot of items in the package, but, like, half of the items have zero overhead cost. Mm, mm-hmm. So, like, they're experiences. So, right. like, an, you know, right. you get a private autograph session. That the person well, there, there's be zero that. cost to yeah. that. Yeah. Right. But the, in, 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 like, implied value, it could be, like, 500 bucks. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, like, yeah. I guess maybe not quite in the same way as, like, shrinkflation, but, like, sports teams do that. All the time. Sure, sure. Yeah, one-on-one lesson with uh, the top wrestler or something like that. Right, right. So, like, for $500 I know there's certain yeah. camps where, like, right. the, the wrestlers do get paid, like, for doing that in the summer. But, like, in all reality, the markup on that is, is through right. the roof. Right, makes sense. Or, like, birthday messages at a sporting event. That doesn't cost. I mean, the, the, the team has already paid for that video board. Yeah, and right. like the electricity it takes to run that like isn't really a factor. Right. So like, oh yeah, for for fifty bucks, we'll put a happy birthday message on the video board. That's probably yeah. like forty nine dollars and fifty cents a profit. Yeah. No, and that's probably, a perfect example. And probably better for them because they now have space to fill instead of dead right. time. Right. 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 So right. like all of these like you know minor league sports teams that like don't have video boards they are i think they're just losing thousands and thousands of dollars because of all of these yeah you know sponsorship opportunities or the stuff that they could be throwing on when they're not playing right yeah that just like faces towards the street that you're on right 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 interesting but yeah i mean that's all we got for this uh this segment all right well this has been season two episode nine of the garage gears podcast thanks for listening